Good evening, everyone, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Stegman, and with me, as always, is my best pal, Noelle Schmidt. That's right. Together, we host a show called High Spirits Chicago Podcast, in which two best friends drink alcohol, and we talk about ghosts. Yep. Yeah. We do those things. Mm-hmm. We are also sponsored by uh, alcohol companies um, to get the show to you, our trusty uh, listeners. And so, Noel, who's sponsoring you today? Well, they're not sponsoring me, but I am imbibing <laughs> uh, one space. Wait, I want to get this right because I thought, well, shoot. I think it's called Space Cats. One might. One might make that assumption because there are two <laughs> cats wearing spacesuits. Yeah, space cats. It's Grenache Rouge. Hi. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it was called at Whole Foods on the display thing. <laughs> Whole Foods this time. Yeah. You really come up in the world. I'm really stepping out, you guys. Yeah. Uh, it's... What, will, what will Cardinal Liquors in Spirits say? <laughs> Don't tell them. Uh, uh. Hi, Cardinal Liquors in Spirits. <laughs> and Lounge. And Lounge. And Lounge. Oh, Lord. It's They're a liquor be, store. Like, said that you are uh, stepping out on them. I know. It's a liquor store with a bar. I mean, you know, for all your needs, <laughs> just in case you feel social for that one I've, drink. Yeah, I've only been in that bar once, and it was everything I wanted it to be. It was a very bizarre, bizarre situation. and uh, Weirder than uh, Lincoln Karaoke? Yeah. No, take me. Um, I it's There were so many things that happened <laughs> in the short time that we were there. It's hard to describe, but I'll say this. There was a man at one end of the bar that was wearing a black uh, hat with a, a round brim. Okay. And uh, he had a long black trench coat on. Okay. He looked very similar to um, the guy in from I'm thinking Raiders of the Raiders Lost, of the Lost Ark. Ark. Yeah. Okay. But a little bigger. Okay. So he was at the end of the bar. Um, and then there were the regulars at the other end. Tell them how we know what a regular is. The bar flies. The <laughs> you go into a bar. Um, I know that this feels like it's not just a Chicago thing. Like it's an mm-hmm. anywhere thing. Like they're the people at the bar who like will whip around and be like, "Who's in my house?" Basically. Yeah, that's exactly who they were. They hate you. They yeah. don't want you there. Well, they were excited that newbies were there. They but, were. But we were. Listen, it was like two o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, I see. Uh, we didn't really know why we were there. So you were fresh meat. We were just out to have a good time, and they, um... <laughs> that sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but at one point, this woman who had had too much went into the bathroom. Was that woman you? No. Not yet. Not No, that happened later. Okay. But she, the table we were sitting at was right in front of the bathroom, and all of a sudden we heard, cra- like, a crash against the wall. Oh, my God. moaning. I, I yeah. know this story. Yeah. I forgot all about this story. And so, long story short, they had to call the ambulance. Didn't they have to take the door off? Uh, I don't know. No, they didn't. But they had to, I think they had to, like, get a key or something. Okay. Um, but they, I think somebody told me a very similar story. That's why they, oh, I feel like I know this story. Of, of, and it wasn't you then, but of being in a bar and having somebody, like, pass out. I don't know who it was. And they had to take the door off the hinges. And they, they might have. We had uh, we were definitely already influenced by things, huh. so it was it was tough yeah. that day. Uh, but they, she, yeah, she wasn't well, and it was one of those situations oh where God. 
what happened was this is this was the weird part. She got up and went to the bathroom, and everybody in the that was sitting at the bar, and the bar was actually pretty full. Um, and when I say the bar, I mean like the physical bar inside, like Not every the store. Yeah, everybody was sitting at the bar. Yeah, yeah. And they all shifted over to the left. Like everybody got up and moved. Like they had this understanding that nobody wanted to be near wherever she was sitting. Oh. Except for the man in black. It was so weird. And we watched this happen and we were like, what's, what is happening? We need to go. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing happened with her and the bartender came over to us and he was just so happy to have like new people in there. He was very apologetic sure. and trying to like talk us into coming back later that night <laughs> for the Blackhawks game. And we we're like, well, we'll see. Okay, well, this sounds like a nightmare, so I send my take-me-there request. It was one of those moments where, so I was with our friend Doug, who okay. has wacky stories. Yes. And I actually had a moment where I looked at him, and I was like, I'm in one of your stories right now. Yeah. I'm in a Doug story, and he was like, oh, my God, you are. Yeah. And That must feel weird. It was weird. It was kind of like an anticlimactic ending, but, like, it was just kind of a weird bizarre place you had to be there great well thank you for telling um millions of listeners we had to be there you had to be there at the end <laughs> jay what are you drinking wait hold on Noel. sidebar that's not how podcasts work oh yeah you're supposed to bring them in to the scene and guys so... i'm not doing good today so you're gonna have to deal with me <laughs> like this that's my favorite thing you've ever done on the podcast <laughs> hey guys you had to be there <laughs> the end. i'm a little foggy today so i might tell incomplete stories uh, I'd love to know what you're drinking. Oh, well, I'm drinking uh, Necron 99. Okay. Yeah, it's a Three Floyds. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an IPA. Cool. Yeah, I... Uh, I like this label very it's much. Very cool. Three Floyds um, does a great job. They're out of uh, Indiana. They are. And um, Cool. Isn't that neat? Yeah, it's like a, like a Voltron lizard guy, demon guy with sword hands. Yeah. Neat. Apropos to the show, Necron 99. So uh, a friend of mine last night was telling a story about a friend of his who was dating a Satanist. What? And I was like, I have a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you call me? Because I have a lot of answers. (laughs) I was like, what version of Satanism? Like, LeVan? (laughs) And he was like, I don't know. And I'm like, no, you have to. There's a. There's a difference. Yeah. (laughs) There's a very. It's like like asking somebody, like, if they're like. If they're Lutheran or, or, like, Methodist. I know. We need some clarification. Oh, he was like, well, he filed his teeth down. What the? And I was like, not LeVan. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Just a freak. (laughs) Um, He filed his teeth down to, wait. He filed his teeth down into, like, uh, Vampire shapes? Fangs. Yeah. There were other things, too. I just said the phrase vampire shapes. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'm not doing all that great either. Uh, So this is what I was going to say about my uh, beer, having just tasted it. It's a little um, aggressive for me. Like too hoppy? I think, which is crazy. I never thought I'd hear you uh, say no, that. No, I never thought I would ever utter those words. I'm just going to look and see what the, um, I don't see a percentage on here. Oh, like it's. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like, I feel like this is a very high percentage of beer or of alcohol content. Would it be on the, sorry, sorry for the on. Uh, would it be on the. <laughs> 
we're going to do. We're doing great. I know. Should we, should we just be honest with everyone? Hey, guys, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we woke up in the ghost studio, and we're like, why not? Let's tell How did we get here? Let's First, see. I was talking about Satanists, and now I'm here. Um, it's probably somewhere. I just I can't find it right now. It's but, cool. We if I wanted to make any effort, I would. I'm sure the internet knows. Yeah. We don't have time for that. No. Um, so we have a correction. It's a really important correction. Oh, no. What is it? Um, Jay and I did not do karaoke two years in a row for our birthday. <laughs> We're very sorry. I'm sorry. This is on me. It was not last year. It was the year before. Oh. You know what? I think I had a barbecue. We had a barbecue last year. We had a joint party at your place. Yeah. Yeah. But the it was the year before, and actually that was the same day that of the Cardinal Lounge. <laughs> it started there, <gasps> and then it ended. You Lincoln karaoke with me? After and then, the Cardinal? Yeah. Oh, my God. You couldn't meet until later. Oh. We just went up and down the strip. We went up and down Lincoln. That is nuts. It started at the Atlantic, then the Cardinal place, and then... Uh, up and down the strip, like this is Vegas. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Lincoln Strip. The Lincoln Strip. Ah, uh, the Lincoln Lanes. Um, we were gonna go to Lincoln Lanes, which is since burned down. It has burned down. Um, but it was too crazy, so we went to Hidden Cove, and then I think we ended up at Lincoln Karaoke. We always, we always do because I have no patience. I know. I instigate. I'm I like, know. I, I can't do this. I can't do public karaoke. I need a room. <laughs> I need a room to I perform. Need my I need to go fucking crazy. Yeah. It's, um, it's cool. And basically lose my mind on all the songs. Um, that's cool. I know. So, so sorry, everybody. It was not two years in a row. We had a break in between. Yeah. So what we're trying How to do now at 3.01 in the morning <laughs> is that we're responsible adults and we are capable of oh. uh, running this show and our lives. Hey, best pal. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, what are you talking about today? Oh, okay. Do you want it? Yeah. I mean, we could talk about how... Just prior to this, we were watching The Karate Kid. We did have to pause <laughs> The Karate Kid, which, <laughs> you guys, I gotta tell you, that is good definitely movie. the highlight of my day. Oh, man. Discovering that The Karate Kid was on, I was like, oh, I don't, I, I just want to do this. Yeah. If you, I walked into the ghost studio, and I was like, oh, oh, Karate Kid realness. And Noelle and I sat here, and just... We just watched it, and it's wonderful. It is so good. If you haven't watched Cobra Kai on YouTube, please stop, pause right now, watch the first two episodes for free. That means I have to pause, because I haven't... I know. <laughs> yeah, we watched The Karate Kid, and the whole time I was like, in Cobra Kai, this happens. It's so good, you guys. Um, the first two episodes are free, and then you can sign up for a 30-day trial of free trial of YouTube Red. I strongly encourage you to do it. High Spirit Chicago is brought to you by uh, YouTube Red. Thank you, Thank YouTube you, Red, for being YouTube one of our sponsors. Thank you. Um, not our sponsor, but thanks. <laughs> oh, We're hoping. Um, before you get into your story, I just uh -huh. want to... I know I've said this on um, uh, recent episodes, so if you're tired of me saying it, just bear with me. We've actually picked up a lot of listeners, um, uh, which is sort of strange, but cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for listening. Um, and this question comes up to me all the time. Do I have to listen in order? And Ooh. the answer is absolutely not. Um, you can Ooh. choose your own adventure. You can choose what excites you, what interests you. Mm -hmm. um, there's um, on the website, there's uh, explanations of what you probably hear in the episode. Um, and that's it. Yeah. 
I mean, if you're here for the witty banter, hey, listen to all of them and listen to them in order, I guess. Right. If you're looking for the answer, then I suggest you start with episode 49, go back to two, then up to <laughs> 73, back to 16. Oh. You're going to find a through line there. I don't know what it is, but somebody told me that there might be something hidden in there. Yeah, there's some Easter eggs. We knew we would be do- we'd be doing this for uh, this long. We didn't even know. Uh-huh. And every week we knew that what we'd be talking about. We never mm-hmm. scrambled to get it together. If you're really looking for something, I suggest listening to episode 53. I'm not exactly sure what that one's about. I have no idea. Backwards and <gasps> reporting back to whatever you find. It's a mystery to us, Especially too. Especially if you're a LeVayan Satanist. <laughs> yeah. That may be 53. I think that's not. But who knows? Oh, my gosh. If it is, I'm just going to I don't know. lose I my do mind I do highly right recommend, now. though, our, uh, our Alistair Crowley. I thought that that was a fun one. Yeah. Alistair Crowley's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I am going to tell you right it's now. It's no Karate Kid. I mean, if it was a toss-up oh, between High Spirit Chicago, uh, our take on... Um, Alistair Crowley or The Karate Kid. Like, watch The Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, episode 53 is The Haunting of the Perrin Family, which is a oh, yeah. Warren's is classic. Dude. So. Remember um, when we did all the Warren stuff and then you and I were like, we can't even see them, look at them, hear about them. Well, we're not done because there are many more <laughs> Warren's is to be had. But, uh, and then we had that one where we didn't even know it was a Warren story and then he had a, Ed had a cameo. Oh my, that, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wasn't even trying. Nope. All right, let's get to it. So, uh, your last episode, you, uh, talked about Tombstone. I did. Arizona. Yeah. Um, I, unknowing that you were doing Arizona, also selected something from Arizona. Oh my God. Arizona. Thank you for sponsoring, uh, High Spirit Chicago podcast. Thank you. I really appreciate your, uh, money and your listenership. Yes. Thanks, Arizona. So I decided to just keep it. Um, so we're going to have, you know, a, a double feature uh, Southwest style. I love it. Was that you moving your microphone or was that a, a different noise? That was me moving my <laughs> my microphone. Sorry. That's okay. Just for clarification. Um, yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. So anyway. <laughs> Just for the immature people out there. <laughs> uh, oh, I've already had to deal with one of them today. All right. Ugh. Are you talking about me? N- yes. Right in front of me? I'm so embarrassed by oh, you. Jesus. Okay. Today, Jay. Yeah. And friends of the show <laughs> and listeners. Hi, Megan. Megan Hensley, um, <laughs> friend of the show. Hi, Megan. Uh, I would like to talk about the Hotel Monte Vista Ooh. in Flagstaff, Arizona. I'm so excited. I love Hotel Mountains. Mm, this is this one's real good. Yeah? Yeah. You're going to like a, this one. Well, you just I'm talk. just going to tell you about it. <laughs> I'm sure. Sit back and listen, buddy. I'm, I'm going to tell I'm you all about so it. I'm so sit it back in. <laughs> I'm just going to pour myself one here. And Please. Just go for it. Go for it. Okay. So, uh, by the way, by the end of this show, my hair is going to be so big. Um, <laughs> Why? Because I keep running my hands through it, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger because I didn't, like, <laughs> I didn't straighten it or do anything. It's just, like, all natural, and it's, like, witch hair. You sort of look a little bit like uh like the share. In her big hair face. <laughs> do you do have a shirt? This is what happens when I don't do anything. Well, I will also say this. It's humid AF. My hair is doing a little bit of the uh, yeah. 1980s Dolly Parton. I walked into work today and I think they were all were like, ooh. <laughs> I've been every day wearing um, a hair tie on my wrist because I know at some point I'll have to put this thing back. It was, it, yeah. It Sling was, it back. It's so, so humid. Okay. Sorry. 
Yeah. Flagstaff, well, Arizona. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's talk about that. So let's talk a little bit about Flagstaff. Um, it's located, if you're not familiar, in northern Arizona near the southwestern edge of the Colorado Plateau, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know. <laughs> the uh, It's like an unforced error. You don't have to admit you don't know what that is. I don't, I don't know why I even included that. <laughs> I think I started typing it, and I was like... What's a Colorado plateau? <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be, like, on the northern tip or point of Arizona, and then I was like... And then I realized it's the southwestern edge. Oh. I thought it was going to be, like, on the northern sure. border of Colorado, and then I was like, plateau? What? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Geography. What's that? So... Uh, <laughs> Early economy was based on lumber, railroad, and ranching. Yeah, the three R's. <laughs> and lumber. No, I know I heard it. That's just being a stupid dick. Um, there are several <laughs> stories and legends regarding the origin of the city's name. Uh, surveyors, prospectors, and investors had traveled through the area um, in the mid to late 19th century, and the act of stripping a pine tree to fly an American flag had been attributed to several individuals over the course course of a 20-year span. Uh, it's said that because the flag was raised, the area surrounding it became known as Flagstaff. Oh, that's dun, a dun, story. Uh, the first permanent... Sem- Quite literal story. It's of- very literal. <laughs> Those Arizonans. Not a lot of imagination or creativity in that. Arizonans, you think? Arizonians? Oh, I don't know. Arizonites? Arizonans. Let's say Arizonans. Arizonans? Oh. I bet you um, uh, the McCains would know. I was just going to say the McCains probably know. They're from there. They, they are. It's their land. That's that's where uh, Senator McCain is from. Also, Senator McCain, uh, we wish you well and hope all the best for you and yeah. your family. It's a tough time for them. That is a really tough time. Yeah. And uh, poor Megan. Not Inslee. Well. McCain. Yeah, I guess. You don't have to go there politically, but having a a suffering followers. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't wish that on anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, The first permanent, I feel like the words are coming out of my mouth and they all sound really funny to me. (laughs) You are are a nightmare. (laughs) Time check. Okay. I guess it's 318 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't figured that out yet. It's a bit. (laughs) Yeah. So it's not real. It's not real at all. <laughs> uh, I did adulting last night and <laughs> I'm paying for it today. It went well. It went super well. Listen, sometimes you make choices. Okay. The first permanent settlement was in 1876 when Thomas F. McMillan built a cabin at the base of Mars Hill on the west side of town. Um, in the 1880s, Flagstaff began to grow, opening its first post office and attracting the railroad industry. This is going to be important. Okay. Um, by 1886, Flagstaff was the largest city on the railroad between Albuquerque and the west coast of the United States. Oh, big hub. Yes. A hub skis. So in the 1890s, uh, one of the biggest, it was one of the biggest railroad corridors with over, uh, or with 80 to 100 trains traveling through the city daily. Wow. A lot. And they were traveling um, usually to Chicago and further east. Mm-hmm. Um it was described by journalist Charlotte Hall in 1900 as a third-rate mining camp with unkempt air and high prices of available goods. Oh, the shade of it. Oh, Charlotte I know. Hall. Charlotte. She's like the fucking Dorothy Parker yes. of Blackstaff. 
I don't know if it's, it might be Charlotte. Of Charlotte? Because of the way it's spelled. S-H-A-R-L-O-T. Oh, okay. Well, either way. Super shame. A lot of eloquence yeah. in that line as well. Yeah. Nothing but a third-rate mining cap with unkept air and high prices of available goods. That's what I felt like. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like she had that transatlantic yeah. thing going. I but, like it. You know, I I just really enjoy bitchy writing. I, I so do. Yes. <laughs> That's why I included this, because I knew you'd like it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I get off on it so hard. Uh, in 1926, Route 66 was completed, making Flagstaff a tourist destination due to uh, it being right off of Route 66 and its proximity to the Grand Canyon. Hupskis. Yeah. Uh, 1926, the first hotel was also built there, Hotel Hotel Du Beau. Um, so the in the 20s, the tourism boom began, and uh, the town of Flagstaff decided that they needed a hotel with first-class accommodations. So the town began fundraising, um, and within one month, they raised two hundred thousand dollars. Oh my God! Which today, yeah, is would be uh, two point nine million. Good for them. So pretty incredible. They uh, it was, was like John McCain running the fundraising. I think his grandfather. He was alive then. Yes. No. No. He's a very- but an author by the name of Zane Gray uh, was one of the largest contributors to oh. it. Um, he, he's gonna. We're gonna talk about him again. Okay. Um, Is he cray? No. Oh, bummer. he's pretty cool. Um, so I kind of like my um rich donor class to be like cray. I don't really know a lot about him, other than he was no. like really fond of this hotel. Like I love for them to go full Hearst. Oh yeah, I didn't like, full like um um who's the guy I'm thinking of? He lost his damn mind. He was the aviator, Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes, yeah. It was nothing like that Damn it. that I know of, Okay. but maybe, but don't okay. worry. We'll debauchery we'll will be coming. Okay. I'm just, I'm very excited for debauchery. It's yeah. I should have, I, I, and I apologize. I should have looked up Zane Gray more because he seems like he would be an interesting figure. Sure. Uh, so he would cut an interesting figure. Correct. So on June 8th, 1926, they broke ground for the new hotel. My literal birthday. Um, June, June 8th? No. 1926? <laughs> yes. Yep. I am vampire. You are vampire. Uh, and it's worth noting that the hotel was actually um, funded and erected on with public funds from awesome. the town, which is really cool. So like the Green Bay Packer Stadium. Yeah. The town owned it. Yeah, yeah. Still does. You are smiling so big. I know. I just referenced your heart. You just, just grinched. <laughs> you grinched old Christmas there, dude. I, like you brought that up and I was like, it's so true. It's the only one. So nice. Owned by the town. Um, Sorry. I believe, I believe in your language, you would say, owned by the tune. <laughs> Close. Is that what they say in Wisconsin? Uh, sort of. Okay. Um, the hotel opened on New Year's Day. Uh, of 1927 with uh, 73 rooms. It, and it's located on Route 66. Two years before the stock market yeah. crash. It was, yeah. It was originally named the Community Hotel in honor of the townspeople who contributed to its existence. However, the name Monte Vista, which means mountain view, was chosen by a 12-year-old co- uh, girl in a contest. Okay. So, like, all of this is really charming and cute. Yeah, sure. It's cute six. Yeah. So that's why when the Hauntons come, we'll be like, what? <laughs> but even those are kind of charming. Are they really? Yeah. We're going just to Charm Hotel. <laughs> it's just like, I want to go there. Okay. Um, 
the locals used uh, coined the phrase "Meet me at Montevie." Oh, okay. Which is just like a nice thing to say. It's kind of fun. You're gonna love this. There's a woman by the name of Mary Costigan, who uh, was originally from Detroit. She and her brother moved to Flagstaff with their business partner um, to help run the Majestic Opera House, which I think is now called the is now an Orpheum Theater. Okay. Um, when her I can't remember which one it was, and I didn't write it down. One of them, her brother, I think, took ill. She actually became more of, like, the operations manager. And then, excuse me, so she was a really well-known businesswoman in town. Nice. She became a licensed commercial radio broadcaster. Yes, yes, yes. The second woman in the world to to be licensed. She set up a 25-watt radio station at the backstage of the opera house, and then she decided she needed more space. So in 1929, she moved uh, the radio station KFXY into the Monte Vista the day that she made her had her maiden broadcast, um, which kicked off the 100-watt show, so she upped it. Yeah. Um, it was a three-hour-a-day show. The day that she had her maiden broadcast, 400 residents showed up. Just to, to like, see it live? Yeah. They didn't have radios? They, I think they were just so excited. Oh, I'm sorry. So <laughs> no. I was like, oh, if I were her, I'd be like, you fools, go home. <laughs> you just got to turn the dial. Just, she has to go to everyone's home and teach them how to use their radios. I think it might. It, it's possible that they might not have had radios either. No, no. I was just, uh, but, that's very nice that they came out in support. Yeah, very Black cool. Staff, you're a cute town. I know. Who knew? And then the murders happened. And then, well, there's this. <laughs> <laughs> there are tunnels. Yes, there are. Um, that run underneath the hotel that are rumored to have built been built by the Chinese immigrants after a large fire in the early 1900s. Uh, the Chinese were blamed for the fire due to their cooking and cleaning practices. Ugh. And obviously the Chinese were there to build the railroads. Yes, and then my ugh was not for... I know. It was for the blatant racism, racism. of that bullshit comment. Yeah. Uh... So the rumor is that they created the tunnels to travel through town to not be harassed. Huh. Um, so they run from Northern Arizona University through downtown. Are, the, are they they're really there or is it a they're, they're really there. That is awesome. Yeah. So they run underneath the Weatherford Hotel, Babbitt's Backcountry, which is a sporting goods store, and the Monta Vista Hotel. Um, and they all have access to the tunnels. Uh, they're... There's ev- evidence of um, opium dens that were down yes, there. Yes, of course. Moonshine distilleries. Of course. Um, they've also found gambling machines and other relics. Gambling machines? Yeah. So the Monte Vista, when it opened, did have uh, some uh, slot machines. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Of course, opening in 1927, um, it was clearly affected by prohibition. Mm-hmm. So um, the cocktail lounge, which is still uh, the bar, one of the bars in the hotel, was uh, a successful bootlegging operation during prohibition. It was shut down in 1931 by local officers and then reopened in 1937 or 33 um, when pro- prohibition was lifted. And so just from the pictures that I saw, it's the co- cocktail lounge is in the basement. So mm. Nice little speakeasy in there. That's cool. Um, they also did a, a cool thing with Community Watch, where there's a light at the top of the hotel that served as an emergency signal in the 1930s. Huh. Now it's um, one of those places where it's got it's kind of like the Congress Hotel in Chicago, where it's got that like those block that block letter sign that lights up yeah. that you can see. 
for miles away. Although um, I hate our Congress sign. I think it's so tacky. I don't. I can't even talk about the Congress Hotel right now. <laughs> Uh, one of Chicago's allegedly most haunted places, yeah. and Noelle and I, just it is on our last nerve all the time. I have personal reasons for it, but I don't even want to. I have personal reasons for it, too. Um, but I do want to find that, uh, whatever his name is, the one-eyed Jack or whatever, that or peg-leg Jack, the, he's the one that's always like walking around. At Congress? Yeah. There's a bunch of things there. I know. There's a little boy who yeah, is all like, just... thrown off the building from his by his mom. All manner of horseshit. Jay! Yeah? Do you want to hear about all of the famous people that have stayed at the Monte Vista Hotel? Because I have a full list and I didn't include everybody. I'm really excited. Tell me. That's me stacking my papers. Uh, um, can I make a couple guesses? Sure. Um, Woodrow Wilson. Nay. Um, Ernest Hemingway. No. Shoot, dude. Um, you're close-ish on these guesses. Okay, all right. Um, let's do then another president, and let's do. Uh, who should we do? Think of the time. Think of the time when yeah. it opened. Hoover? No, so close. Truman, Harry S. Truman. And the story with Harry. That was well before he was uh, El Presidente. Yeah, well, I mean. I was thinking of the time period of Yeah, yeah, okay, got it. So, and the thing with Harry Truman was that he. Um, the. Hotel had a famed barber, uh-huh. and Harry Truman liked the barber so much that he actually flew the barber to give him a haircut. That is such a waste of taxpayer dollars. Little two hundred dollar haircuts. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a callback from the nineteen nineties. Yeah, if you guys get that, then God bless you. Yeah, look that one up. I won't go into detail. I'm just gonna stir. Just that's just a swirl. Um, <laughs> Other famous guests would be uh, such peop- such folks as Alan Ladd, <laughs> Bob Hope, oh. uh, Robert England is a frequent guest, and I like if he still stays there. And I'm not actually sure who that is. Is that Freddy Krueger? Yes. Oh, okay. Don't yell. So I want to go so badly and be like, is Bob England staying here today? I think he goes by Robert, but oh really? I would like to call him Bob. Bob England. What would you do if you met Freddy Krueger out of makeup? I'd be so happy. Would you really? <laughs> I'd be so happy. He, uh, Robert England is a classically trained actor who, uh, ended up being in horror, f- like doing Freddy Krueger and kind of like trapped in the world of horror. Uh, and he is kind of like the, um, uh, Donald Pleasance of our day, if you will. Donald Pleasance who played Dr. Loomis in Halloween. I who literally is like, have no idea where you're going I'm, right I'm speaking I'm, to all of the horror film people okay. in the world. I was going to say he's the Mr. Brady. Donald Ple- Pleasance was a British actor who ended up being like famous for playing uh, Dr. Loomis, who's like just oh, this overacting, overdramatic actor. And, and Robert England in his older age now has started to kind of become that person. Mm. And it's wonderful to me. He's a little more understated. Okay. But... I, I, I adore him, um, and I would be so happy to meet him someday. Next, Michael Stipe. You know him? I do. Yes, good old Michael Stipe. I do. Carol Lombard. Oh, Carol. Hi, Carol. Hi, Carol. We talked about her in the, um, what hotel did you do in the <laughs> L.A.? <laughs> I've done so many. I know. Uh, Chateau Marmont? Yeah, we talked about her in that, didn't yeah. we? Um, we might have. I think so. Carol Lombard famous uh for she had a she had the um 
No, Francis Farmer had the Francis lobotomy. Farmer. Thank you. That was a different. I'm one pointing at my eye. You are pointing at your <laughs> eye. No, uh, I was going to say Carol Lombard was like, uh, oh God, I was just listening to this on something else. Um, like, they talked about her and you must remember this, didn't they? They did. And I think it was during like a Jane Fonda episode. And I think Henry Fonda was having an affair with Carol Lombard mm-hmm. and said it was the best sex of his life because Carol Lombard was a bisexual. Ah, oh, okay. And I remember just thinking like, what am I listening to? And what so, does this mean? Audience, if you have the, the same thought I had when, uh, you just heard me repeat what I, what I heard on the radio, mm-hmm. um, enjoy that piece of information. Henry Fonda, what do you know? He had, um, <laughs> a lot of notches in his, uh, small belt. <laughs> <laughs> just a wasp, like a wasp of a man. Those Fondas. They're very small. They are small people. They are small people. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Uh, another frequent guest was, as I mentioned earlier, Zane Gray. He stayed um, in the room 210, which is allegedly haunted. Now, um, all of a lot of the rooms are named after people who have stayed in the rooms. Cool. So there is the Zane. So I think 210 is the Zane Gray room, okay. and there's a picture of that person on the like on the door. Um, I wouldn't care for that. As I said, yes. Yeah, well, on the outside. Oh, that's better. Yeah. I would hate to, like, like go into a hotel room and there's, like, a portrait of somebody and the eyes follow. Oh. Oh, no. I'd have to call I, down. I wouldn't. I'd be like, first of all, I need a softer pillow, and thank you. Second of all, the fuck with the portrait. We're going <laughs> to have to have this removed ASAP. Thank you. I'm going to need you to uh, remove Zane. There's a sweet $5 bill in it for you. <laughs> and in Arizona, we know $5 in... 2018 money is what? Uh, 750 No, I think it's still $5. Is it still $5? Yeah, just 5 bucks. Oh. Uh, Zane Gray, as I mentioned, was an author. Uh, the hotel is often mentioned in his books as he spent much time drinking and writing there. Yeah. Yeah. Go Zane. Uh, another uh, famous actor, Lee Marvin. I know him. Yeah. Bing Crosby. I know him. Famous uh, singer and wife beater. Well, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Some people didn't believe he could sing, <laughs> which, in the face of evidence, uh, in the face of so much evidence, one is like, why didn't you believe he sang? I fault him for just not knowing who David Bowie was. <laughs> in one of the greatest Christmas moments in, of all yeah, time in the world. That's the best well, yeah, look look that up if you've never seen Bing Crosby and David Bowie do Little Drummer Boy. It is the best five minutes of your life. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's still. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, John Wayne was a frequent guest. Yeah. We've got a fun John Wayne story coming up. Michael J. Fox. Okay. Freddie Mercury. Oh, the Freddie. Uh, there is a Susie Sue room. <gasps> no. Yeah. A Susie and the Banshees? A Susie and the Banshees. Okay. Uh, that's room 220, which is also allegedly haunted. Spencer Tracy stayed there. With Catherine Hepburn? Um. It doesn't say. So the best thing about I oh I should I meant to say this earlier. Um, a lot of this stuff, a lot of my research actually came directly from the hotel's website, which embraces oh. all of this. Okay. Um, they're a lot of fun. It seems like they're they're super into all the ghost stuff. They love talking about all the celebrities that have stayed there, and it lists uh, which celebrity stayed there. It gives a little bio of who they are and what their career was, uh-huh. what room they stayed in, and what kind of room it was. So it would be like Bing Crosby, 302, two queens. <laughs> it's hilarious. Two queen-size beds? Yes. 
It took, I was like, that sounds like such a scandal. It took me a minute to figure out what that meant. I was like, what? And then I saw, like, sweet. And I was like, okay. Because um, someone would be like, king. Uh, I, I just like, like the idea of, um, I just, just for funsies, let's just think about that for a moment. <laughs> Bing Crosby, his room with two queens. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. Oh, Makes a lot of sense. Um, he, he dressed up as a lady once in White Christmas and he never went back. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so Susie sisters, Sue. Sisters. <laughs> oh, wait. So this is my favorite thing. So Air Supply stayed there. And it just says Air Supply. It gives their thing. And, Did they all stay in the same room? And I wrote, and my note is, apparently shared one room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Air Supply, you had more money than that. There had to be a time when you are flush with cash. <laughs> now, wait. Um... <laughs> What's what's an air supply song? I'm all out of love. Oh yes. I'm so lost without you. I knew you were right. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, is, that, is that how it goes? I think that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. All, when you were I think it's the two guys. So I think the two guys shared a room. Is air supply just two people? I think. Well, I read the bio and it's two guys from Australia, according. But did the rest? What, what about the rest of the band? I don't. I don't know. I can't even think of any of their other songs. What do you think? Is that a different song? No, that's the, the same, same song. I'm all out of love. I'm going to karaoke that sometime. Yeah, I'm dude, you better. Drama that up. Probably not. I'll forget about it. All right. <laughs> Barbara Stanwyck. Oh, the Barbara. Yeah, love her. Mm-hmm. Clark Gable. Okay. One, John Bon Jovi. He keeps coming back. John, John Bon Jovi. Thank you so much for listening to High Spirit. John Bon Jovi has a room. Uh-huh. Uh, it's 3.05, and that room is also haunted. Good, with who? Um, I'm going to get there. Oh, sorry. Uh, Humphrey Bogart. Okay. Gary Cooper. His room is 3.06, and that is also haunted. Sweet. Anthony Hopkins. Who? Yep. And I'm just kidding. He played uh, Nixon in the movie Nixon with John Allen. Keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Probably most famous for him. <laughs> Definitely popular <laughs> movie Nixon with John Allen. Uh, Not popular for the Hannibal Lecter series or. Ooh, any, I don't even know what you're any, talking yeah, about. Silence of the Lambs. Uh, <laughs> Silence of the what? Who? Who? Oh, that guy from Nixon. Yeah, that guy. The one who started. Not out Frost it. Nixon. No, just Nixon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Wolf, local celebrity actor, Joan Allen. Joan Allen. We like her. Oh my God. Is Joan she... Allen from The Crucible and also Death Race Three Thousand. No, was she in that? Yeah. Okay. Was Three Thousand also... or Two Thousand? I don't remember. In the ice storm, I want to say. Yeah, that sounds right. She's got that like uh, fusty sort of mm-hmm. New England thing going. Mm-hmm. She's also in on um, those Jason Bourne movies. Oh, I have not seen any of them. I've seen some of them. Okay. Debbie Reynolds, finally. That's oh my God, Debbie Reynolds. The end of my list. Oh, we love the Debbie. We Reynolds. do. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Mofo. So, I mean, a lot of these people stayed there because, um, this hotel was up and running during the heyday of all of these Westerns that were being filmed yeah. in, uh, out in Santa Fe and in that area. So that's why John Wayne stayed there so much and he liked it so much. Sure. And it's really, um, kind of like a quaint, like the rooms are very quaint and very, uh, uh, they have, they're a little dated, <laughs> but they have like this very like, cutesy, like country photo. charm to them. Yeah. 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 Noelle has a look on her face of, like, she doesn't want to diss this because she's so charmed by this hotel. But may I translate what your face said? Please. Uh, these hotel rooms are pieces of shit. Listen, I'm, I'm, 
But I, we're saying they that look we're going. Like, it looks like a nice B and B. And do they like is every room kind of like different decor? Yeah, or like a little trashy. Okay, they're not trashy in any way. It's just not my style. Yeah, you and I go for that like sort of like. I like a nice hotel. I love a nice. I'm gonna hotel. sound really bougie, but like I. But I kind of like I like like the industrial look. I like myself some. Style, yeah, like, I like that too. But I also like like a good Westin with like the heavenly bed and like sure. white. A, a white down comforter and the nice pillows. And this has like the ruffles and like a lot of Gross. like burgundies and Maybe country blues, country yellow. <laughs> and so I was like, this would be a really fun place to visit. And then I started looking at the pictures and I was like, Oh, well we could stay somewhere else. And visit. <laughs> Maybe they have a West End. But I think that's part of the charm. And it's really, I mean, it's really cute. It's just not like, where I would normally choose to stay, but I'll, sure. I'll go there for the ghosts. Should we talk about the ghosts? I mean, I don't, I would, I don't You're want to. You're going to love this story. Oh, good. The bank robber. Oh. In 1979, this is an incredible story. In 1979, which was a really good year, um, three men rob a bank, one shot by the security guard. They get away, but decide that they're going to celebrate their success of robbing the bank at the hotel. Oh, no, 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 no. The wounded man oh, no. bleeds to death while well, having his good. last drink. That's a way to go out. The staff and patrons are often, um, or they report often being greeted by an anonymous voice saying, good morning. Is that the man they think, it's, they think it's the man because it's in the bar. There are reports of bar stools and drinks moving on their own. Yes, please. I just am amazed by that story that they were like, we should go here and have a drink. We did it. Yeah. Also, you're dying, but you get it. You're going to be fine. It's amazing. Um, people are not smart. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not at all. Not so, at all. There are many, many uh, pieces of evidence that point to this, but that story certainly illuminates. Yeah, that's a Darwin that, Award for sure. <laughs> that, is a, that goes on the wall of fame. Uh, <laughs> people are not smart. <laughs> I was like, today we, we did it. Let's go to the bar. <laughs> And spend all these marked bills across the street at I'm the bar. Picturing them with their like, friend. with their bandana still like over their faces. <laughs> I want a mustache to be on top of the bandana. Yeah. Like a the, one, mustache. the one guy's like holding his belly. He's like, oh, but give, give the, me a whiskey. This is 1979. Oh, that's right. So it's like not even modern times. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's not even old west stuff that you like. No, that's just dumb. It's just dumb. It's amazing. Um, you remember when you asked me about what was in uh, John Bon Jovi's haunted room? Um, do I ever? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you. Two queens? No, we're getting to that one next. <laughs> <laughs> so, in room 305, um, it's the most active room in the hotel. There are reports of seeing a woman in the rock in the rocking chair near no, the window. The chair moves by itself. Nope. Um, and there's also knocking from inside the closet. Jesus, no, thank you. So the story goes that there's an elderly woman who was a long-term renter at the hotel, and she would sit by the window looking out uh, out for hours on end, but nobody knows what she was looking at, just kind of, like, looking out the window. That's sad. And that she's still, like, there. Oh, It's no. very sad. Move her on. She was too old. I know. So I was watched... Was she evil? No. They just say that, like, the chair moves and they just hear the knocking. Like, there's no, like, negative feeling there. so weird. But, uh... What is her unfinished business? I don't... Yeah. Go, go. 
I know. Well, what, yeah, was she waiting for someone? Yeah. Was she just kind of, like, keeping an eye or just, like, looking out the window? Maybe she wasn't all there. Yeah. What? Maybe she was waiting for her boyfriend who died in the tunnel in an opium den. Oh. Maybe she had his baby. Dun, dun, dun. But the baby uh, had to be um, uh, transported to relatives because she was too young of a woman to raise it on her own. And she stayed at the hotel waiting. And looked at the window. Oh, that's really sad. See, Blackstaff, that's how you tell a story, all right? You don't, like, strip a pine tree, put a flag on it, and call your town Blackstaff. Blackstaff. Um. <laughs> I don't know why I'm calling back, like, here's how you do creativity. <laughs> Listen, they were our weary people. They traveled all the way across that's the country true, to get true, there. Um, it, was the like, best, uh, it was the best thing they could do. There's a flag, and it's on, uh, what's the word for that thing? We could call it flagpole, but that's stupid. Flag tree. Uh, flag Flagstaff. Flagstaff. Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Flagstaff. It's got a ring to it. Oh, yeah. Jerry, call it. <laughs> I like that. Write it down before someone else in Arizona takes it. <laughs> so it could be a very popular name. I watched uh, I watched several videos of people trying to capture the chair rocking. I mean... No luck. Here's the thing. I think we talked about this when we did the Dear David episode. Uh, rocking chairs inherently are creepy. Yeah. They're just crepe machines. Yeah, but when you're in the South and there are rocking chairs everywhere, it's the best. Like, sure. sitting on a rock... Because I'm, like, constantly moving. Yeah, but a wraparound porch is, like, amazing. And then you get on the rocking chair on the wraparound porch. Oh. But then you go to bed at night and you know that whole land is haunted. And <laughs> all those, all rocking, those chairs are rocking. They're all rocking on that wraparound porch. And you can hear the sounds of <laughs> laughter and people, like... Drinking mint juleps. It's horrifying. <laughs> night and day, uh, people. I kind of like that. That sounds nice. But you've got the cool ocean breeze on sure. you. The nice also, Flagstaff, that's how you do creativity. You're welcome. <laughs> Flagstaff has other things to offer, which I will get to later. Um, yeah, I ain't trying to ride you. I'm you were kidding. asking about some queens. <laughs> I most certainly was. Well, I've got something to tell you. Okay. Flagstaff's red light district was located just two blocks from the hotel. Yes, 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 yes. In the 1940s, two uh, sex workers were brought to room 306. Mm, Wait, that's the Bon Jovi's room. Now called the Gary Cooper room. Oh, were they for Gary Cooper? Yeah. They were his prostitutes? No. Sex workers? He had stayed in that room. Oh. So they named it after him. Um, These women, so this is on the third floor. The hotel's only three floors. They were killed and thrown from the third <gasps> floor window, both of them. No. Yes. Guests report. We don't, and I don't know anything more. There's, like, no information That's about awful. who did it, what happened. It's just that this it's is the story. Disgusting. Oh, the carnage. Those poor women. I know. It's terrible. Um, so guests, so the theory is that these women are now out for revenge, or one of them is. So yeah, it's sure. called the woman, she's called the woman of the night. Um Guests report being awoken in the middle of the night and not being able to fall back asleep due, due to the feeling of being watched. And male guests specifically um, report having hands placed over their mouths and throat and have a difficulty breathing when they are awakening. Sleep paralysis. It's probably. or She's sitting on their chest. Yeah. Well, the, th- the thought is that they, they were strangled to death. Yeah. And so she's out for revenge. Man. Isn't that terrible? What a horrible way to go. And I'm That's very a, surprised, uh, you might get to it, that that sidewalk isn't haunted. I, I'm, I won't, actually, and that's not been reported, but that is a good point. Yeah, it would seem to me that one would walk 
like on a hot Arizona day, on yeah. the walk uh, past the spot where uh, the ladies landed and maybe feel like a chill or something? Well, I think they were killed in the room first, and, and then, then they the, were thrown out. Oh, God, what overkill. Yeah, it's really terrible. Um, and also, so strange. I don't want to get all forensic files on you, but I think I must. Um, to me, it would seem like if you strangled somebody, you know, if if like in a passionate moment or, you know, a rage moment, the instinct would be to hide the body or like leave the room or leave the women in there There's and something... lock the door. There's something fucking weird about like murdering somebody by strangulation and then throwing them out a window. Like well, they're not cleaning up. It's, there's something like, yeah, that's very arrogant about doing it this way. Yeah. It's weird. And strangulation is very personal. Personal. Um, so it's the forties. So I wonder if this is a, um, since there were two sex workers, if this is a, um, uh, double, um, perp. Yeah. It, it could, sort of seems like two MOs, right? It, it could be. Yeah, it could be. I, I'm sure there were probably drugs involved. Um, but it's, and, and to be honest, I didn't do a ton of research on it. Um, but from everything I read, there wasn't a ton of information. It was just that this is, this happened. So again, this could also be like a made up story. Sure. Um, is it an unsolved crime? I don't know. Oh, I couldn't really find any information, but I also didn't dig too much. Well, I solved it. I think you did. Case closed. Case closed. All right. Two white men, uh, murdered uh two sex workers two traveling salesmen two traveling salesmen one was named gary the other one was named cooper (laughs) (laughs) yep ironically stayed in the gary cooper room one (laughs) one was peddling brooms and he had an oddly long suitcase (laughs) the other one soaps Mm -hmm. all right there's a baby in the basement no yeah Uh, infant is heard crying in the basement and is obviously it's in the basement. So it's heard mostly by maintenance and laundry personnel. Um, they will, uh, often run up the stairs to escape the sounds of crying. Horrifying. I would too. Uh, Although everybody, we know, we know why your basements are haunted. So, you know, go ahead, update all of your circuit breakers and your electricity and, uh, don't stand too close to like right now. Uh, it's a ghost cat. It's a ghost cat. Uh, yeah, you're, you're feeling electromagnetic fields, and it makes you feel uneasy, nauseated, and it causes hallucinations. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah there's probably a ghost baby, but also, um, if you if this is an old uh, hotel, there's probably a chance that with the internet and all the need for lights and all the need for blah, 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 blah they need to update. Well, and there could be, like, some type of, like, mold or asbestos or, you know, who knows what else is yeah. down there, too. That's also, if I may. Me- messing with them a little bit. Yeah. Going back to our friend um, Megan Ensley, when she and I went to the Willowbrook Ballroom here in Chicago before it burned down. Right. To the ground when we were at the ghost conference. Thanks, Resurrection Mary. <laughs> when we uh, went off uh, exploring on our own and we discovered that gas leak, I mean, right. both of us were like, huh. It seems really dangerous in here, and it feels really weird and gross, and I feel like puking. We should leave. This place is going to blow! Yeah. A week later, the place blows up. Oh, my God. That's unbelievable. So, any hoozle. Did um, you report the gas leak? We did not. We were Ooh. not. I didn't... You know, here's the thing. You could have saved the Willowbrook. I don't want you to feel personally responsible. I feel responsible. I'm so sorry, everybody. 
It's okay. I'm I sorry. Mean, I didn't mean to do that to you. I sort of think the onus is on the people, though, who, like, work there. Well, they had to have smelled it. I There's mean, a reason that gas has a scent. It We did that on stank. purpose. Stank. Yeah. I mean, if I'm in my car sometimes and I smell gas and I'll, I, like, panic and realize that I'm just, like, next to a car that is, like, releasing, like, a lot of exhaust yeah. or whatever. But I have that moment where it's, like, I immediately have to get my car checked out. Mm-hmm. Am I leaking gas? Because mm-hmm. it's... It, it's a red flag. Yep. So, but I, I guess if you're, like, living in it and you're used to it, you might, like, oh, like you might just not notice it anymore. It's, it's like a dog smell. Yeah, or it's, like, if you're a smoker, you don't yeah, even realize you don't even that, you that you smell. smell. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I'm going to do that two-handed. Um, I, I have to report to the listeners out there. I'm very nervous about Noel. She can't lift a wine bottle with just the one hand at this point. Oh, I'm so weak. Oh, I've been working out a lot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just that right hand. <laughs> just the one. Yeah, that's true. That sounds terrible. It does. It sounds worse than I've intended it, which is why. Literally I'm lifting weights yes, just with my right weights. hand. Um, there is a phantom bellboy. Yes, there is. Guests report a knock on their door followed by room service. <laughs> no one's there when they open the door. That's fabulous. I love that. Oh, or yeah. the staff is just messing with them. Uh, some guests have seen the figure of the bellboy near r- room 210. Haunted. Uh, John Wayne, you remember him? Yeah. Frequent guest. Um, big hero of my dad's. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even tell you how many... John Wayne movies I've had to sit through in my life. I actually think, Ugh, and I know there's, there's so this, many, you guys. There's so many. Yeah. And I know I'm wrong about this, but I think I do a really good John Wayne impression. <laughs> I'm going to guess maybe not, but uh, no, I'm going to let you believe that you do. I, I really do. <laughs> uh, give, give me, I'll, I'll say this. You got to say, well, Pilgrim. No, no, no. I'll say, um, uh, you know, Flagstaff, you're a beautiful place. <laughs> no, I can't do it because you're staring at me. I won't look at you. I guess John Wayne would never say, you know, you're a beautiful place. Uh, my John Wayne is, uh... Is that not good? That was something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume from your face that it's just as bad as the rooms at the Monte Vista. Someday I will uh, rate the John Wayne movies in order that you should see them. I didn't want to. You don't need to. But okay. I would start with True Grit. True Grit's the one that you I had to see... It's uh, a very good movie. What is that one? The Seekers? Yeah. Oh. God, what a horrible movie. I've seen that. I, I can't or tell... The Searchers or The Seekers? The Searchers. The Searchers. The Searchers. Yeah, I've seen Both. that one quite a few times. I've watched all of them many, many, many times. Yeah, yeah. I have to tell you, it is one... Big part of my childhood. Yeah. No, no, my dad was very interested in the, in the yeah. Western as well. I think it, there was a, a man of a certain age that was interested in that. Yeah. Um, never a genre I was interested in. There, Well, I mean, obviously... Except for Deadwood, which I fucking love. Obviously, I shared my affinity for Tombstone too much last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, Young Guns was amazing. Young Guns. I guess I just didn't like the, there are certain the movies. boring 1950s and 60s. Yeah, I mean, there are certain... Like, True Grit, like I said, is, an I think, an excellent film. Didn't they just remake that? They did, with uh, Matt Damon and somebody else. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, definitely a lasting impression. Yeah. Um, there there are others. Um, I mean, the, I think, like, the Spaghetti Westerns are kind of fun. The Clints. The Clints. Those are kind of good. Um, but we won't go into all yeah, of this now. No. That's your movie moment for the day. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Remember, when this is finished, we're going to have to finish Socraticus. We do. Yeah, I actually paused it and recorded the rest of it. So it was like... (laughs) We gotta re- we gotta do this episode and then we're gonna finish the cardigan. They're they're at the moment where they're um uh, Daniel-san is uh balancing on the boat. Yeah. And Mr. Miyagi has just pushed him in into and the is water. Laughing. It's a very it's charming, heartwarming. Moment. God, it's such a good movie. So good. <laughs> so good. All right. So John Wayne uh, reported seeing a ghost um, a couple times and he actually uh wasn't spooked by it. He said he was friendly. He n- never felt threatened. He was actually well, kind of like ghost was friendly. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> sort of. I stayed in room 305 and met a friendly ghost. 210. 210. John Wayne uh, also stayed in a very modest room. Okay. He wasn't in a suite or anything. Like, I think he just was in a room with, like, a queen bed. Huh. Smoking his six packs of cigarettes a day. Did he smoke that much? He smoked six, pa- six packs of, cig- of cigarettes a day, and he would actually... How did he breathe? Well, he died of lung cancer. Well, but yeah. he lived a lot longer than he probably should yeah. have. But he would actually, um, they would say how he would. We just butt to butt? Butt to butt, yeah. To put, like, light the new one with the old one. That is insane. Yeah. I mean, Frank Sinatra also, smoked or drank a bottle of Jack Daniels every day. It's amazing that he lived to be 80 years old. Like, these true. guys, I don't know. True. Getting... And he was involved, uh, allegedly, with the mafia. You think they would have uh, knocked him off? Oh, no, no. They were. He was their golden boy. Sam Giacana. He, they loved him. Well, yeah. they were childhood friends. They grew up together. He they and Sammy came, G? They came up together. Well, he grew up with a... Uh, he, not Sammy G, but he came. He grew up with one of those guys. That's how. <laughs> that's his connection. Again, I'm a little foggy today. I could <laughs> talk about Frank all day long. All right. Uh, so, yeah, John Wayne was actually... He was kind of like one of the first people to report that there was a ghost there. I'd like to report that there is a ghost in 210. A yeah. friendly man. Nope. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so what people report seeing is a young man in old fa- in an old-fashioned red coat with brass buttons walking up and down the hall. Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> or the bellboy. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what's his face in four rooms? Tim, uh, or no, uh... Roth? Yeah. 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 Uh, and then there's room... There's really a lot of emotional transformations. I'll tell you this, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> it's just, it is too bad that this is only on the air because, um... No all spatial expressions and object work. Just amazing. When I did John Wayne, frown and total disdain. When I just, no, I don't have disdain for John Wayne. It just therapy. No, me. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah. No, you love John Wayne. You just I don't I, do. lo- I don't love him. I just it's nostalgic. Yeah. But I said Tim Roth and you just you had another moment of like, yeah, that's right. I like him. Four rooms. <laughs> I enjoy him. Um another story of a wacky hotel. Yeah. Four different stories. Four different stories. And four rooms. Um, Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino. Yep. And, and uh, somebody else. I think the Woody Allen and... No, is it Woody Allen? It's not Woody Allen. Oh, I don't know. I don't think he's involved in that. Maybe. I don't think so. Okay. Squir- I don't know. I don't know. We'll go back to that someday. I Yeah, today's not a good day, you guys. Alrighty. Room 220. I really thought this episode was only going to be 40 minutes because <laughs> I have two and a half pages of notes. We got to drag the shit out of a hotel. And my home. hair is like, like Gilda Radner, like Rosanna, Dana, yeah. Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana. I, 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 I'm really, I think we're, we're dating ourselves today. So <laughs> yeah, I think you're more share on the battleship. <laughs> turn back time. Turn back time. Oh man. Thank you. I am wearing my ass's <laughs> pants today. <laughs> Do you remember? 
that was the best outfit. Oh, Bob oh, Mackie. Man. He's never done so well. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're old. A 28-year-old was flirting with me today. I know. <laughs> I was like, I'm an old lady, but thank you. Thank you so much for your time and interest. (laughs) I'm going to later on tonight make a Bob Mackie reference, which you would never understand. I do. Okay, room 220. We're almost done. Um, In the 1980s, this is amazing. This story is incredible. In the 1980s, an eccentric long-term boarder stayed in the room. He was known to hang raw meat from the chandelier. The fuck? He died. Okay, so. (laughs) So, so just. just, Don't put your hand up to me. Just do the math. Raw meat hanging. Oh, dude. He died in the room. Oh, no. The body was not found for days. Yeah. The smell. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Was the entire <laughs> hotel empty at the I time? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. But I never want to stay in that room. Dude, no. So so guests report. Wait, where would he hang raw meat from the chandelier? I don't know if he was trying to make, like, beef jerky. jerky. Yeah, he's, like, like, curing it. That's not how That's you not do how that. you do it. You need it on, like, racks <laughs> and, like, you need to, like, Put lay it, in, it like, flat. Put it in, like, some wood and, like. Yeah. My brother used to have, like, a dehydrating thing yeah, to dehydrate make jerky. It. You yeah. don't just hang raw meat from the Who knows? Ceiling. Who knows? It's, it's, I will tell you this. That's a recipe for bats. That is how... And that <laughs> is how we get ants. <laughs> Can I tell you? I say that to my daughter all the time. Whenever she, like, make her room's, like, a disaster, I'll be like, and this is how we get ants. <laughs> Y'all know how I feel about ants. I can't. We do. We I do. I can't do with the ants. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he... <laughs> I, I just cannot even imagine how grotesque that was and, like, Dude. the smell. Uh, so guests report hearing coughing and other noises from the room. <laughs> it just, like, this just seems, like, so anticlimactic for the man who, hang, who hung meat from the ceiling. <laughs> just the little subtle coughs. It, it's I know it's all it's all kind of like that's what I'm saying like nothing about this is like horrifying it's all just kind of like oh all right I, well you know what I'm gonna categorize <laughs> hanging meat from a ceiling is that horrifying. is horrifying yeah from the chandelier <laughs> maybe the? he was trying to cook it from the lights I I you know what there's so my I have a lot of questions what kind yeah. of meat my German phobia is real kicking in. <laughs> Like, were the windows open? Like, what? Did it have skin? Was it a bleed-out <laughs> moment? Like, what? Wait, was he buying it from the butcher directly, or was he it's butchering the It's hot in the Arizona. Meat? Was the, he just real turned up? Maybe because he was like, it's, it's the desert, and it's dry. This will dehydrate this way. And then he coughed, and now he's a ghost. And now he's dead. <laughs> he ate too much raw meat. Um. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, don't eat raw meat. Unless it's steak tartare, because that's delicious. Yeah, yes. steak tartare all Get a time. nice, like, quail oh, egg yeah. on there. God, You're welcome. Geez. You're welcome, everybody. Um, <laughs> so good. That's so good. Um, I was at a work. I was at a, uh, out of town for work, and um, we had a, a young man traveling with us who was like, I'm trying to be a vegetarian. And I was like, okay, cool. And we went out to dinner, and um, I, w- I really wanted to order the steak tartare. And uh, one of the other guys is like, yeah, I'll get in on that. And um, he, he was like, actually, the guy, the young kid who was trying to be a vegetarian, he's like, actually, I'd, I'd kind of like to try that. And I was like, you understand what this is, right? <laughs> this is the complete opposite of everything you're trying to do right now. Yeah. And he loved it. 
Well, he is so extra. Oh, he's so extra. I adore him. Ugh. Hey, you forget your name. Um, <laughs> Are you shitting me right now with that comment? <laughs> he's not listening. <laughs> no one's listening. It's four o'clock in the morning. Hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. Um, <laughs> so. I do know his name. I just am not going to say. Yeah, it. no, I I'm know. just kidding. I don't. Um, it was a really, it was a very cute moment. <laughs> anyway, uh, so there's one other story with the the, the meat guy. Um, the meat man, the maintenance man had uh, made some repairs in the room. He turned the light off, left the room, locked the door. He returned five minutes later. The and light- found meat. No. Again, very mild. Oh. The light was on. Bed linen, linen stripped, and the TV was blasting. David, good. So, like, all of these things... Wait. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. The room was fine. He leaves for just a moment. Bed stripped. TV blaring. Lights back on. Lights back on. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What kind of message is that? What is that? We need the meats. (laughs) Give me the meats. Send some Arby's. Send meat. Is that Arby's? I think send me the meats. Yeah, there's give me the meats. We need the I I need the meats. <laughs> Want the meat sweats? Eat our food. Nope. No nope. thanks. That's not a good slogan. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, we have the meats. We have the meats. I think. I don't know. That's it's terrible. not not nope. Not doing it. Not doing it for me. Well, if you're wondering about the if you want to meet us at the Montevi. Meet me at the Montevi. Um, <laughs> here are some things you should know. Okay. Like I said, the hotel, very um, encouraging and embracing the ghosts. And it seems like, like we've talked about before with uh, Amy Allen from the Dead Files, or as we lovingly call it, the medium and the mook. Um, she doesn't care for... Um, Ghost tourism. Well, it's not so much that it's more like she doesn't like people doing seances and bringing in like people to kind of like mess, mess with the ghosts. I think she would actually be okay with this because they're not really doing anything to mess with it. They're not, they're just kind of like, this is a thing that's here. Yeah. Um, and I saw like a little, uh, snippet with the manager and he was having some fun with it and like seemed to really enjoy it. So and from what I can tell, there's, like, no nothing really negative other than the the uh, woman of the night, um, which is very dis- a very disturbing story in general. Yeah. Um, a, true, a true crime story that makes zero sense. So, if you want to go there today... I do. Today, right now. Okay, let's go. Pack our things. Um, there are... Uh, on Google, it's rated 4.2 stars. On TripAdvisor, it's rated 3 stars. Four, how many? Four, five. Uh-oh. Four stars on Hotels.com and three on Yelp. So you do the math. I don't know what that average is. I, I think it averages two. This is a very mediocre. It's it's just okay. Yeah, it's just okay. Um, Unless rooms, you have a ghost experience and then it's a five. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> rooms start uh, at $125. Not bad. Not bad. Um, and now, so it started with 73 rooms. Now it's only 43, but I think they, but they've added like other amenities. So I think they've cut out rooms for that there are like a couple of restaurants in there and i'm sure they have a gym and sure other things like that i would imagine if those rooms are really small in the beginning they might have like Expanded broken down them. a wall and yeah made it a little bigger if you're wondering about flagstaff i'm not well i'm gonna tell you here's some things about flagstaff today so originally it was known for the uh two and a half hours lumber railroad and ranching 
now it's known for the home of uh, Nestle's Purina Pet Care. Oh. And um, the Lowell Observatory, the U.S. Naval Observatory. Okay. So because it's in the desert and there's a lot of open space. Oh, it's got that Colorado Plateau. Sure, whatever that is. Um, (laughs) But they they discovered early on that... Good for star looking. Yeah. The government discovered early on that Flagstaff's a really good location um, to put in an observatory. Interesting. So there are two there. There's also the um, United United States Geological Survey and the Northern Northern Arizona University also lives there. Here's a fun fact. The fighting turtles. Yep. I think they're called the terrapins. The no. fighting terrapins. That's that's Maryland. Oh, that is actually Maryland's mascot. The is it terrapins. Really? Yeah. Huh. Dumb. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dumb. sorry, Maryland. No. Um, they're in the Big Ten, so you know there are Maryland. Maryland's is now in the Big Ten. Yeah, that's a recent development as of like four years ago. How many schools? Maryland are in the Big Ten? and Rutgers. Rec- now there's twelve. I it's, thought there were already twelve. That's messed up. Actually, there's more than twelve. I think there's sixteen. Now. That's sixteen now. You're right. Ugh. So, so there we're not for them because go Badgers. Go Badgers. Go Badgers. Um, here's a fun fact. Yeah. A 1988 Arizona state law made it a crime to be present in a public place to beg. The Flagstaff Police and Police Department and City Attorney aggressively enforced this law, which resulted in the first amend a First Amendment lawsuit filed on June 25th, 2013 by. Tom McKay. Not even close. The ACLU, no. <laughs> the American Civil Civil Liberties Union, filed the lawsuit. You're really pointing at me like, hit it, Jay. I was like, like, I don't know. <laughs> you got this one. <laughs> Who's fighting for all of our rights? Oh yeah. Uh, the ACLU uh, filed the lawsuit on behalf of half of food, not bombs. In addition, uh, three people were arrested. Um, they were threatened with arrest or fear of being arrested for loitering to beg. Yeah. Um. And then uh, in on October fourth, two thousand thirteen, the U.S. District Court Judge Neil Wake overturned the law. So the homeless community is back in Flagstaff. Great, loiter, loiter away. When we're there, we're gonna loiter for half a day <laughs> um, just to troll people. Just to troll people, and then we're gonna go to the Grand Canyon. And if, if one of them, if one of you dare throw a coin at me, I will throw it right back at you. <laughs> I don't want your damn money. I just want to loiter. Um, if you if you want to uh, learn more about the Hotel Monte Vista, I strongly encourage you to just go to their website. Website. Um, it was the rocking chair with the old lady was featured on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Um, but there's really not that much else out there as far as like with I, Robert Stack. Um, I believe so, Robert Stack. Yes. Okay. Um, but this is also another fun fact. It's rumored that there was a scene from Casablanca that was filmed in the hotel. Interesting. And Clark Gable stayed there, so. Yeah. I don't know if they're maybe just tying those two together. But, um. I think that would seem like they are. Yeah, so. <laughs> it seems. But they're, unless they were doing, like, a reshoot if he was doing, like, The Misfits or something. But that was a late movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like that would be a pickup shot. It, it Like, everything that I read about it was like, it's rumored. So yeah. they couldn't, like... The logic of that doesn't seem very sound. No, no. Unless, do they... But it's a nice thought. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't care. Hey, this is how you do creativity. Just make shit up. 
You're welcome, Flagstaff. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is the Hotel Monte Vista. Go there. It's a very cute place. Um, maybe you'll see. Uh, maybe John Wayne's hanging out there now. I see some ghostesses. Yeah. Or, like, Let us me know. Hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. So fucking gross, dude. Uh, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time we have tonight on High Spirits. Of course, we're sponsored by Booze Companies. Uh, Noelle, what were you drinking? Uh, tonight, I'm drinking Space Cats. It's a Grenache. Yeah. Uh, and I'm drinking Necron 99 by Three Floyds. Thank you, Three Floyds. Mm-hmm. Um, we really appreciate your listenership to High Spirits Chicago Podcast. And Noelle has one final horrible thing to say to you. Sweet dreams. <laughs>